0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: He's unpredictable. He's relentless. He's fearless. He's smart.
0: He's a jerk. Oh man, what a jerk.
1: How would you describe Kirk Minahan? Combustible. Unpredictable. Venomous. Obnoxious. Selfish. Polarizing.
0: Enough about me. Let's get to the show. It's Kirk Minahan's Enough About Me. talking about Kitchen, the great producer of this podcast, and I were talking about having Lenny Dykstra on. I think even before the book came out, he's just a guy who was always interested in both of us. We want to have people on who are interesting, ultimately, who we find fascinating, interesting, can have a conversation with, or somebody that we can ask questions to uh, that we can't ask your basic guests. So far, I think we've done a pretty good job with that. Not all the guests have been great, but I think more often than not, so when Lenny had the book out, and there was a lot of heat behind the book, we said, perfect, we booked him. Uh, as a guest, uh, House of Nails is the book title. It's doing great. It's, as we tape this uh, podcast, this intro, which is the day before, you guys will hear it uh, tomorrow. It's a Wednesday here, Thursday for you guys. It was number one on Amazon for sports. It's done great. My issue from the start was I didn't believe a single thing Lenny Dykstra said about anything. I just didn't. I just didn't believe the guy we know his reputation. It's long. It's notorious. I heard him on Stern. He sounded insane, which is I was more excited to have him on after hearing that. Uh, and so we got an email I guess what a night or two before the podcast from somebody at HarperCollins, which is the book's publisher, with some questions they wanted us to ask Lenny, which was like, why did you decide to write this book now? Over your all star career in baseball, what are your, some of your most memorable moments? Was writing the book cathartic? Uh, do you have any regrets? i mean i'm just i 'm just not going to do that stuff. I mean, you guys know me well enough if you listen to the show or this podcast i 'm not going to sit there and ask questions like that. I wanted to get into the dirty stuff with Lenny Dykstrip, who is, has a reputation of being a guy who 's a straight shooter will tell you anything. Well, we got into it pretty early on in this podcast uh, it 's not going to last long i 'm just going to tell you right now if you 're going for a run, uh, you might want want to listen to it if you 're just driving around in your car or you 're at work or whatever knock yourself out you 're going to really enjoy it. It is insane when you start talking. Start the podcast talking about fucking 70- and 80-year-old women and end it by telling each other to fuck off at the top of your lungs. It's a pretty good bang for your buck, I'm going to say. It's not an hour long, so bear with me. The other ones will be just, you know, we're going to have plenty of long ones and plenty of good ones. This one with Lenny Dykstra will be like no other podcast you've ever heard in your life. I've never heard one. I've never done one and never will again. So I'll present to you right now a uh, non-ESPN sit-down with Lenny Dykstra. So I listened to you last week, or a couple of days ago, on the, uh, on the Howard Stern Show. It was the fucking wildest interview I think I've ever heard in Stern. I'm the biggest Stern fan ever. It was maybe the wildest interview in Stern history. Do you stand by everything you said in, the, in, that, in that interview?
1: Yeah, you know, that's, uh, that's kind of frightening, isn't it?
0: <laughs> I mean, so are you really? There are 70 and 80-year-old women. Just, this is a fact. You're telling me this is factual, who are paying you to have sex with them.
1: Well, I mean, some of them are, you know, they're a little brittle, you know. I mean, uh, uh,
0: but but how does yeah. but let me, how does that work? How do you meet these women? Well, right. how, how does how does how does the discussion of payment happen? Where do you have sex with them? Explain this whole thing to it's me. Something
1: yeah. It's more about uh, just helping people, you know. What um, do you mean? You know, Beverly Hills, bro. I mean, it's um, a lot of a lot of ammunition out there, you know. That's where I live, and uh, and um, people. Um, yeah,
0: but how do you meet these women? Like a seventy-five-year-old woman. Who, how do you meet them? I don't understand it.
1: Oh, you know, it was, um, you know, the words out, bro. The words out uh, <laughs> about, about the uh, um, about the uh, the quality of of um, the treatment. You know,
0: the quality I mean, of the a nice guy. The quality yeah, of nice the guy. what do you mean? The quality? The, the quality of the treatment sexually?
1: Yeah, uh, no, not so much that. You know, like I said, you are kind of dealing with a fossil factory. You know, so. It's more about uh, um, just uh, you know selling dreams, you know, because I don't have any left.
0: Are you are you right now in your life? Are you a happy person or no?
1: Yeah, man. What do you mean? I was in a cage for three years. Well, but... I know, but I'm just saying.
0: It seems like even though I heard John Howard a little bit in these profiles. You still seem a little. I I don't know. A little sad's not the word, but you still seem a little down. Is that that's not right?
1: Uh, no, nah, I never been down. Actually, i the opposite. Even when I was in the, in the cooler, man, um, mill, uh, I've been. I don't live there. I don't. I don't live in that space. I just kind of checked out for a while, and and um, now I'm back. Uh, uh, out, finished three years of probation. Um, and so I now get my passport back, which I got to remind the government they will make my passport. And uh, no, my stars on the rise, bro. How Big you make? Time.
0: How you making a living right now? I mean, other than the book, which is which which we're going to promote, you have the book coming out, yeah. Nails, which is you know we're gonna we're gonna make sure to promote for you. But how else are you making a living?
1: Well, yeah. absolutely, we're,
0: we're promoting that such, for you, no problem. Stephen,
1: you know, you have a guy in there named Stephen King who says, uh, I don't know, something about. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, Stephen, great, upsetting, strangely beautiful, one of the best sports artworks I've ever read, Stephen King.
0: Wait, let me, so Carl, we, uh, on Stern he, right there. Oh, Stephen King is we're gonna have him on this podcast later this summer. Oh, you, yeah, huh? yeah you're looking forward to it. But you said on Stern that you actually went to Stephen King's house. Is that a true story?
1: Yeah, that's our roll, bro.
0: Well, how'd you do it? So what happened? Where'd you go? Where does he live?
1: Right. Ooh. Uh this is a place in Florida, man. He, okay. Yeah, he's down in um in in, in Florida and uh, south side of Sarasota and but um um you know, I uh I just wanted to make sure that you know he he could read the manuscript and I said, uh, I'm not asking for anything if you feel it's worthy uh you could write a few words about it and you know I know he's a baseball fan and all you know, a Red sox fan, so um and um also that you know he um he's a genius, you know, I mean like I said, I had a lot of time to to read in in, in the cooler. so um um uh, it's an honor and a privilege to have him on the front, my man Jack Nicholson on the back. He hey, how'd, you, was,
0: how'd, you, how'd you get to meet? How'd you get to meet Nicholson? How did that relationship start?
1: Uh, I mean, it's, uh, he had a big rolodex, bro. I'm a whale hunter.
0: <laughs> but, how'd you, but I'm saying, how'd you meet him? I understand he's in your rolodex, but
1: uh, no, no, I'm a whale hunter. I only deal with whales. See? <laughs> okay. Mean, uh, yeah. So I met him. Uh, um, I don't know through some uh, party. I don't know. and Then we. Yeah, I used to bring him to Dodger Stadium. He used to bring Skid out there before batting practice, and they'd watch. And so, in, you know, he'd go to some parties, where's old nails, you know? And a uh, great guy, man. The guy, he's uh, He might be the coolest dude without trying to be cool there is, you know?
0: Did you write the House of Nails, it's called? Did you write this book on your own? Is there a ghostwriter? or Is this he, written by he, you?
1: Yeah, uh, the ghostwriter got executed.
0: what uh, <laughs> what happened?
1: Um, he couldn't, I mean, it wasn't his fault. I mean, God himself couldn't have been my ghostwriter, you know? I mean, so about a year into it, I I mean, look, if I'm going to hang my balls out there, you know, and, and put put it out on glass, I'm going to make sure it's written the right way in my voice. And so I figured that, you know, the only way to do this is, is for me to do it. So um, I just called my editor about a year into the process, and I said, listen, man, I just fired my writer. I'm going to write this thing myself, and You know, it got kind of quiet on the other end, but um, I basically locked down and put myself up in a room. And six months straight, you know, blood on the keyboards every night, just slashing and burning grinding and doing everything I could. to.
0: You were literally bleeding on the keyboards?
1: Oh, yeah, man. So I roll face plants every night. (laughs) How
0: how do you – so I'm I'm looking at this. I'm just looking at this – story from 2009 this Mike fish story from ESPN and Lenny it is a long list you know the players yeah. stuff yeah, yeah, well, well, yeah. but, but give me a second the global form KML Gates uh, uh, the the Gretzky house the Gulfstream jet 227 grand your own family your mother your brother hey yeah. I mean uh, did, did you, you want
1: to when you wanna when you wanna when you want to get the facts read the book I mean that's why I wrote the book for bozos like that did you ask I mean
0: did you ask your mom the bar you for her to lend you $25,000 $25, and put on her credit card have, and then not pay her no back?
1: I have no idea what you're talking about. If you want to talk about this, and I'm going to hang up. I'm just I'm just, just uh, trying but I'm just trying nah, to ask. Come on, man. Read the book, then, man. How about se- that? Let me, read the book. They
0: didn't send me the book. I'd like to read the read
1: book. Read the book. We'll I'll, buy it, then. I'll, Go buy I'll, it. I will buy it. I'll promote the book Buy time. it, man. Be prepared when you do your work, man. I, am totally, I mean, don't, don't start throwing out uh, dirt out uh, there that you don't know about. There's no Come on, man. This is no, 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 this no dirt, man. No dirt, man. This what are you talking PS- about? Okay, okay, okay. Okay, we'll, okay, okay. We'll, we'll yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: We'll move on to it. Yeah, move
1: on, man. We'll on move on, on to that the Mets.
0: All right. Oh, no I problem. mean, you got the
1: book. It's right out here. Read, here we read go. Read
0: the book. Here we go. I got the book thing right in front of me. <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, read it. Dijkstra, know, don't waste Dijk, my time, man. Dijkstra, I don't want I have Dijk, a lot of interviews that want interviews. Dykstra
0: borrowed $250,000 from New York Literary agent David Vilgano last May. Never pay them back. $227,000 uh, to Gulfstream. Never pay them back. Players Club, $125,000. Never pay yeah, them back. Hey, buddy. What's truth? What's truth what? and what's lies? You know what? I'm just – let me. I want the whole story.
1: You want the whole story? Yeah, I want the whole story. How is this, man? How's this? I'm going to hang up. How's that? Well, you not you,
0: you can't have a conversation? Sorry, oh, about, sorry about kissing and your ass like no, Mike and no, Mike no. and SportsCenter. Get the Center. fucking facts right. And why don't you answer some fucking questions, huh? You're such no, a tough guy. Well, really, You're you You're, You're Mr. Clutch. You're nails, tough guy. Why don't you hang on the phone and answer some questions? You want to do that? Why,
1: why, why don't we do it in person? It would be easier. Anytime.
0: Ventura County okay. Tax Collector's Office. You owe $400,000 in back taxes. You owe your brother $3 million.
1: Wait, wait, what's that? My brother, I do. I'm telling you what the story hey, wait, says wait, right hey, here. Hey, 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 is, dude, you know what? Dykstra's younger you know what? brother, Kevin, alleged
0: Dykstra cheated him out of $4 million <laughs> on the sale of family-run car washes. Though Kevin has yet to file suit. And he hung up, then We lost him. See, this is, we're not done yet. This is my problem with ESPN in a nutshell right here. He went on Sports Center. He went on Mike and Mike with uh, Rossillo and um, the old quarterback. Uh, Danny Cannell, they didn't ask him these questions. I'm going to bring Lenny Dykstra on. I'm not, Howard Stern, my idol, didn't ask these questions. I'm not going to have Lenny Dykstra on and play slapdick and ask him about the 86 Mets. I want to do some of that. I think we're having the fun back and forth to start the show. But I'll just read you. This is the Mike Fish story from 2009. This is what Lenny Dykstra doesn't want you to know. There's a myth being perpetrated right there now about Lenny Dykstra. He's just wacky, funny, you know. Uh, fun-loving guy who well, he sleeps with older women and all bullshit. All these stories are bullshit. Does anybody think he's bleeding on the keyboard or he's sleeping with 75-year-old women? Of course not. It's all bullshit. Let's just go through a couple of these things, okay? Uh, in the past two years, since 2009, Dykstra's been the subject of at least 24 legal actions, including 18 since November. I went through them all. His brother, Kevin, alleges Dykstra cheated him out of $4 million of the sale of family car washes. His mom claims he took $30,000 and put it on her credit card. He never paid him back. Global law firm K&L Gates, Dykstra did not pay them back. Dykstra borrowed $250,000 from New York literary agent David Villagano last May with an agreement to repay him $300,000 in November. Dykstra did not come up with the money. He sued him. He started this Players Club magazine, $125,000 in checks. He made employees write to him. He didn't pay them back. This guy, Kevin Coglin, who wrote the story for GQ magazine, Dykstra took $300,000 from this guy, allegedly. Again, it's all allegedly. And I'd like to have Lenny come on and answer the questions back and forth. He was afraid to do that. This is why ESPN is the safest zone in the world. They'll talk about the old days. This guy is a guy who took money from people. He scammed people. I'm not going to sit here and have a tickle fest with the guy. We could do some of that, and we'll promote his book. Pop it up again, uh, Ben, real quick, would you? The book is titled uh, House of Nails, A Memoir of Life on the Edge. And I'm sure Lenny gets into, you know, he wound up in prison. He stole cars, you know, and more people who he owed money to. He spent a couple of years in prison. He has had drug problems. I think he has a lot of personal demons. I have some sympathy for the guy as somebody who has some as well. But you have to come on here, and you can't be afraid to answer one or two tough questions if you're on a book promotion tour. I don't think, call me crazy, I don't think that's unreasonable. I don't think that's unreasonable at all. And, you know, I mean, obviously we're not going to have him on again. That's too bad. And if you want to get the book, get the book. I don't know how much of it is fiction. I heard him on Stern for an hour. I didn't believe much of what he said. I tried to ask the guy legitimate questions, and unfortunately he wouldn't answer these questions. That's too bad. You know, he had, he's, he's divorced from his wife of 23 years. Uh, his mother and brothers are estranged from him. You know, a couple of years ago he listed his net worth of $58 million. Well, that's not the case. He couldn't post a $500,000 bail a couple of years ago. You know, his, his brother... uh He's not paid the $4 million his brother claims uh, he owes him. Ned's brother wound up cooperating with uh, the Mitchell investigation, which Lenny wound up with for steroids, which I don't give a shit that he was doing steroids with the 93 Phillies. That doesn't matter to me. Everybody was doing steroids then. So what? You know, it's not right. But that's when you talk about Lenny Dykstra, that's honestly the least of the issues. It's uh, a guy we worked with at that Players Club magazine. He started a magazine called the Players Club magazine. The plan of that was, and if you think about it, it's not the worst plan in the world. So, this magazine was a high end thing that was going to be sent only to NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball players, right? NFL players. And it was uh, basically a service for these guys. How you can find this, how you can do that, some investments. It was going to go to them only. The thing, of course, turned out to be a total scam. People lost millions of dollars because that's what Lenny Dykstra is. He's a scam artist. We could come on, I thought you would be have some ability to talk about the past. If you can have a book where you talk about all your demons in the past, talk about them. And if you think the Mike Fish story from ESPN is bullshit, tell me it's bullshit and go point by point by point. But he wants a day of getting, you know, his knob rubbed, I guess, by the media around the country. And they're doing that, and they're allowing that to happen. I'm not saying I'm some tough guy. I'm just saying I'd like to have a real conversation with the guy. If you're going to write a memoir of life on the edge, it's Stephen King, who I admire a lot. I think is one of the great fiction writers of the last hundred years. Is going to tell me is a tough, straight-up, upsetting, and strangely beautiful memoir. One of the best sports autobiographies I've ever read. It comes right from the heart. Well, Stephen, I mean, what's in there? Do we need to? Do you think Stephen King read the whole book? And by the way, do you think Lenny Dykstra went to Stephen King's house with blood on the manuscript? That's what I'm saying. I'm just trying to pick through it and get some of the truth. I wanted to have a real conversation with the guy. Maybe I jumped on him too early. If you're tuning in for this podcast, looking for a long conversation with Lenny Dykstra. I apologize. You know, he was pretty quick to hang up, but maybe I fucked up too. But eventually, we were going to get to these questions. It's too bad we couldn't uh, have a longer conversation. This podcast couldn't be longer. So when Lenny Dykstra podcast pops up for you guys on Thursday, and it's how long, Ben? 14 minutes? I think you—I will say you're going to get a bang for your buck, right? Not often you hear a podcast guest and another guy telling each other, fuck off. So you're going to get that. I wish it could have been longer for you guys, and we're going to get you plenty more great podcasts here. Enough about me. This one is unusual. I put it this way. Jan Bulk and I weren't telling each other to fuck off. I don't remember. Only Drew Bledsoe told me to go fuck myself. Didn't hang up on me. I expected a little more, but at the same time, I didn't. I didn't know how I was going to start, how I was going to end. I can't say I'm totally stunned at this. Uh, it's over now, so, I mean, you've listened to it. I would say it's worth listening to just for the madness of, of Lenny and probably for my failures, too. Probably I fucked up. And for that, I apologize. We will do a better job, I hope, next week. All right, thanks as always for listening to the Enough About Me podcast. If you want more podcasts like this with guests like Artie Lang, who else is going to have Artie Lang and fucking Bob Ryan on the same podcaster? David Portnoy and uh, John Tomasi. If you want to listen to podcasts like this, you go to iTunes, Stitcher, you go to wei.com, you go to the mobile app. When you go to iTunes, leave a rating, leave a review, and subscribe. That's going to help us out a lot. If you want more of these, leave a rating, leave a review, and subscribe. Make sure you do that for me. That is a command. Now do it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,